Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We've been really enjoying this study of of James, and it's been great having different visitors with us as we've been able to study the Bible. And I hope that this has been an encouragement to your heart. If this has been an encouragement to you, would you take the time to maybe share it, subscribe and follow on whatever platform that you are with, and and maybe share it with a friend, maybe send it via text message to somebody or share it with somebody that maybe would be a blessing to Today we're in James chapter number two, and we're jumping. I almost got to this passage this last episode, if you were with us, but we're in verse number 21 of James chapter number two. It says this, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Ye see, then how by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works, when she had received the messengers, and had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. What we're seeing is this transition, another transition for James as he is giving another practical illustration of, remember how last time we were together talking about faith without works is dead. And here he is getting to the story of Abraham and the account of him offering his son upon the altar. Exactly. And, you know, you made this point in the last time, and we'll make it real front here. Now, James isn't teaching faith and works. Reese teaching is faith that works. And here we have, once again, uh, an illustration by him demonstrating how that Abraham was justified, not in the sight of God, but in the sight of others because of what he did. Now, Abraham's faith was seen. It was seen by Isaac. It was seen by Sarah, his wife. It was seen by his servants that, you know, carried the wood and the donkeys and all that. It was seen by them only when... He took Isaac to be sacrificed. See, Abraham's faith led to action that could be seen by others. The scripture tells us over, I think it's in Hebrews, you know, that Abraham did have faith, so much faith he believed that God would raise Isaac from the dead if that was going to be his will. You know, I, Abraham could have sat home in bed. Oh, I believe God's going to raise him from the dead. I believe God's going to have this kind of ooh, intelligent faith. Nobody would have ever seen it. It was only seen when he acted in obedience. His faith caused him to believe God and to obey God. And that, what James is pointing to, that justified his faith. It was seen by others. And, and this is a point that all of us should be mindful of today, is that as you're sitting in church the following Sunday, maybe this Sunday, whatever the Sunday is, you're sitting in church and you're hearing your pastor preaching, and while you're giving mental assent to what he may be saying and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Well, how do we practically apply what 
whatever God has given the pastor that's overseeing your church. As he is responding from the leadership of Christ and, and, and God is leading him to pastor this church and preach this message, we can't just give mental assent and say, oh yeah, that's good preacher, that's good for, and point around the room. No, that's good for me. And how can I take this passage, whatever the passage may be, how can I take this calling, for example, you know, the, it's missions conference, and there is a call and God is tugging on your heart towards the mission field. We can give mental assent and say, oh, yeah, I'm too old for that, or, or oh, yeah, that, that's good for, for young Johnny over there, but that's not good for me. Right. See, if God is calling us to something, we are to step out in faith, just as Abraham was called to lay down his son, knowing that God would raise him from the dead if he, if he had. Now we see in Rome, or yeah, Romans chapter number four, it talks about Abraham and his faith. Was it the circumcision that, that, that justified him? Was it the works that justified him? Or was it the uncircumcision? And it says there in Romans chapter number four, it says, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So there is no per se argument with James and Paul. Rather, it's a revealing that what we previously had mentioned, that, that, that Paul is coming at it from a different angle. Justification before God, rather, is James's justification before men. So as we're looking into James chapter number two, he says, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Now, I'm just comparing Scripture with Scripture. What we're seeing here is the beautiful mending together of how God has inspired his word through, mm-hmm. through multiple different men and preaching the same thing, but teaching it a little bit different for our application and our benefit. Exactly. Back up to verse number 22, you know, having mentioned Abraham, then he says, Seest thou, okay, I've given you illustration, can't, can't you see how faith wrought or worked together with his works? And by works was faith made perfect. And James is once again pulling out, Yes, faith is what justified him before God, but his faith worked together with his actions. And because of that, his faith was made perfect. It was matured. It was moved forward. Uh, that's where the, the idea of perfect there means it's matured. You know, faith that has no actions does not grow. It doesn't mature. It stays a very childlike faith. It's great to have childlike faith and, and be saved, but we're not supposed to stay babes in Christ. And that's what the point he's making here in verse 22. It's interesting that he talks about our faith being made perfect. Sometimes we we hear what Paul says about, I have not attained. I press towards the mark. I have not, you know, I have not per se arrived. Correct. And what, what James here is teaching is that as we are working, as we're living out our faith, God is doing a work. Like it reminds me of that child song. He's still working on me yes. to make me what I ought to be. Well, as we are living out what God is calling us to do, we see the imperfections and the things that we need to be worked on in our life. And so we see that Abraham believed God, verse number 23, and how he was called a friend of God. I just want to ask this question, and I know that this is uh, a, a side note to what's in this passage. Could you be called a friend of God? The Bible is clear. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so if, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, today is the day that we need to be mindful to call on to Christ to save you from your sins. 
We also see in verse number 24, it says, ye see then how that works, that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Then he gets into another illustration. Another illustration, verse 25 is Rahab. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. You know, once again, the illustration of her faith worked out for others to see. It's amazing to me what made her different in Joshua chapter 2 with the story of Rahab. And she recounts how that she's heard, she believes, but she's also said in verse 10, for we have heard. That means other people heard the same thing she heard. Other people actually believed the same thing she believed. But she's the only one that acted on it. That was the difference. I, I, I you know, I don't know that I've ever caught that. Maybe, maybe I had before, but that was a really good point because ultimately our behaviors show what we believe. Exactly. You know, it, it's it comes down to if we are going to live for Jesus, this cannot be uh, while we're in the four walls of the church, we believe, and as soon as we exit the building, we go back to everything that the world offers. And so as we're coming to a close today, I just want to challenge you. Will you live for Jesus today? Will you call on him? Will you live in light of whatever he's calling to, calling you to so that you can live by faith and that your faith may be made perfect? Until next time, God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.